Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and get into the action. Remember to use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm a dumb dad. And my name is Evan, and I'm a dumb dad. I'm Glenn. I am a little hesitant to call myself a dumb dad, but I am also a dumb dad. We'll we'll get to the bottom (laughs) of it. We will find a way. (laughs) Uh, Everybody, please welcome our special guest for the uh, podcast this week, Mm -hmm. Glenn Tickle, stand-up comedian. Thank you for joining us, Glenn. Woo! Oh, thank you for having me, friend. It's great to be here. Before we start to get too far into it, prove to us your de- you have two children. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. They are okay, 10 and okay. 5. Uh, school started a couple weeks ago, so uh, mm-hmm. me and the, my two kids are homesick today. Yeah. <laughs> and my the older one's watching the younger one while I do this, so... <laughs> So is, chaos. Uh, or do you just want to hear that I'm very tired? I don't know what you're looking for in terms <laughs> no, of. No, no, no. This is all correct. No, no, no. It just it, everyone gets always very curious. Well, how many kids? How old are they? What kind of kids are they? So um, people yeah. ask us, do you really have kids? Which is a weird one. That's a weird one. But it's because we never show our children. You get asked, you never show your kids, right? Yeah. You get. Asked, uh, you I really brought my younger daughter on stage with me for my first album recording. Yeah, but that could be a paid actor. Yeah, that could just be any kid. But I'll, I, I regularly do shows, and then afterwards people are like, yeah, but you don't really have kids, right? I'm like, why Oh, why would I make that up? Like, after shows, you get that? Yeah. And I think, it's, I don't know, part, like I'm 40, but I have like a baby face. So I feel like when I started talking about my kids when I was 30, everyone's like, nah, he doesn't have kids yet. He's like, that's like a 16-year-old. Um, <laughs> that's why I have the beard. When I shave it, I look like a child. Same. Yeah, it's strategic. This is the only way I can get into rated R movies without <laughs> flashing ID. <laughs> because he so desperately tries to sneak into them all the time. Yeah. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, Glenn is from Bethlehem, uh, Pennsylvania. Exactly. And that's a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he like does so many specials. People are doing with. it as a bit now, but for like for a while, that is just how I would get introduced. But like, no sense of irony. <laughs> but that's where you did your latest stand-up special, Glenn yeah. Tickle versus the World Crime League. Yeah, it was. A, I live in New Jersey, but that is the closest place to me where there's like any real comedy scene. Mm-hmm. So okay. when I started doing open mics and stuff, I couldn't do them at home because there weren't any. So I'd have to drive in there, and then the scene kind of took off where there's there was this big arts venue that opened up, uh, so they started producing a lot of comedy. There was a casino that opened. They do a lot of comedy shows there. There you go. Um, and it was just like, well, I, I perform there more than anywhere else, so if you follow somebody you've met a couple times on social media and every other post they're like hey i'm going to be you know at steel stacks in bethlehem next month or i'm going to be you know at this bar in bethlehem you're like oh, i guess he just he, i guess he just lives there yeah um, your stand up special is really good i think you paint a you paint a good picture about um where you where you're from where you live growing up being a dad and all these things and i think it's your you the joke i think you use in your stand up special is like when you see your teacher as a kid you're like you don't live at school yeah. Which, that's a good example of why people just think you live in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Because it's so I forgot true. about that phenomenon as a kid until <laughs> yeah. like it happened where I ran into my kid's teacher at Target with her. And she's yeah. like, we saw her. I recognized the teacher. I was like, oh, do you want to go say hi? She's like, oh, but why is she here? I don't understand. And yeah. Like, yeah. She's just running errands like we are. And she's like, but this isn't school. 
So why I had a I... similar like yeah the kids are like uh, we we're the ones who go to Target and pick up her stuff. Why does she? <laughs> yeah, why is she here? We're so wait. You why are we, had we to buying for pencils her? for her from Target if <laughs> she can just do it? Why doesn't she just do it? Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing my one of my teachers grocery shopping once, and I was like. Was the school food not good enough? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> this yeah. is insane. When I was in college, I ran into my third grade teacher. I was grocery shopping with my mom, oh. and she's like, oh, is that your teacher from third grade? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, go say hi. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I, that, that lady was my first nemesis. And oh, I yeah? hold a grudge long after her death. I Yeah, it is still. <laughs> she's like, what? You're... Like I was like twenty at the time. She's like, yeah. "You're an adult. You need to let this go." She was mean to you once when you were eight. I don't care. <laughs> she's the reason you're a comedian, though. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's... she's anything. You should have gone and thanked her. <laughs> she taught me how to hold grudges, and then later how to milk that for comedy. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. So now, are we? Uh, are we? Are you coming from the shed? Are we in the comedy shed right now? No. Uh, this is my dining room. Uh, okay. Because. I like I said, my kids are home today because they're sick, and my older one's uh-huh. watching the younger one. But I want them. I want them within earshot. You know? I was going to say uh, that is the, the point, probably the, the, point, the <laughs> yeah, this is the nicest shed the I've shed ever shed seen. Just... <laughs> Two fans in one yeah. shed. <laughs> it, it is. I'm, I'm doing it from here because, uh, like, the whole point of the shed was when we went into lockdown and I started doing virtual shows. Yeah. My house isn't that big, so I'm like, there's no. There's not like a room in my house that I can go to that I know will still be quiet or oh, yeah. they mm-hmm. won't come crashing through. So there's a there's a not zero percent chance my kids make a guest appearance. But that uh, has happened all too many it, times here on the show. So yeah. don't worry about it. If yeah. I'm doing like a corporate Zoom gig or something like I don't want a kid crashing it. So I'm like, I need a separate building with a door and a lock. Like most of December 2021, I was just like sitting in a shed in my yard doing virtual shows all day. Because <laughs> like when you do corporate gigs, they don't care what time it is. They're like, yeah, we're gonna do it at two in the afternoon. What better right. time for comedy? On the yeah, afternoon? no better time for comedy, really, if you oh, think yeah. about it. Yeah, life is weird. I did uh, um, this company a friend of mine helps run called uh, Laughter on Call. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they uh, they work with um, Alzheimer's patients is like part of it. The other part of the gig is they do like corporate events as well. Mm-hmm. So I helped them with a corporate event, and uh, because I was a bartender for. 10 15 years and so they were like we want you to virtual bartend and i was like excuse me (laughs) (laughs) just describe what this tastes like to people (laughs) yeah i was like i don't understand and so the idea was everyone was virtual it was it was deep in the pandemic i had i was had the kids and my wife had i think she like took them out of the house because we realized the only place that would 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 work to film was in my kitchen um you got the ring light everything is just Mm -hmm. Everything just off camera looks like like a wily e. coyote. Any of this is going to fall down and kill yeah, you. That's what I'm at any with second. Right <laughs> but to them in the in the camera, it was a slick setup. So you talk about your you you brought your daughter onto stage with you. Both of your kids know you're a stand up comedian. Yes. Now the all important question is: Dad funny? Not to them. No. Yeah. Uh, especially my five-year-old she regularly tells me not only that i am not funny but she is funnier than me and that she doesn't <laughs> that understand true. why people give me money to tell them jokes <laughs> oh and, god like just i <laughs> out of nowhere uh i do uh my favorite dad joke that i've come up with is when i help her get changed i will like mm-hmm. take her shirt off whatever shirt she's wearing then goes on top of my head and i ask her if she likes my new hat and she hates it. And she's like, that's not funny. I'm like, I know. But the fact that you don't think it's funny there makes it, it funny to me. Makes it so funny. People so forget that's the essence this. of a dad joke. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The essence is funny. the kid no, has to the, hate it's it. It's not supposed to be. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. What's funny is irritating your child. That's, <laughs> that's where the true joy lies. From an yeah. innocent place. Like yeah. when, we, when we sit down to dinner, uh, I will always uh, p- hand out the napkins and one day I did napkin on your head, napkin on your head, napkin mm-hmm. on your, just put it on everybody's heads. Kids thought it was hilarious. So what do you do? Do that every single time. Yeah. Now to the point where my daughter like yanks it off her head. She's like, stop putting the napkin <laughs> on my head. I don't like that. Come like, on, some new material. You've been doing this bit for months. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's called, I'm, uh, I'm 
perfecting it. <laughs> hey, you really got to work out the timing. No way to become more humble about your comedy and your career than a five-year-old child who has knows nothing about the industry. She has been asking me to bring her with me uh, to show, mm -hmm. or bring yeah, oh. bring her with me to shows. Because last summer I brought my older daughter, who was nine at the time. I was doing a chicken festival in Nebraska because my career is thriving. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, she, you know, it, she was getting to that age where she's like learning about states in school. And she's like, what yeah. states have you been to? What ones have you done shows in? Like, what states have I been to? And it's like, let's cross a couple new ones off the list. You want to drive to Nebraska with me? Uh, it was like in the summer. So she was off from school. It ended up being like, I think it was, it got extended because of car trouble, but it ended up being like a week and a half trip. <laughs> where, you know, she got to see some new states. But the whole trip, all I had to do was tell jokes for w one hour. Like, it wasn't a tour. I was just going there for one show. Yeah. yeah. And everywhere we stopped, people were like, oh, you're on a trip with your dad? Like, that's great. What's been your favorite part of the trip? She never had an answer. Because we were like, we went to all the museums in Chicago. We stopped yeah. in Fort Wayne, Indiana for a night. Like, I was throwing a lot of stuff at her. So she never had an answer for her favorite thing, but nobody was like, hey, what's been your least favorite part of this trip? Because it 100% would have been, oh, when I had to watch him tell jokes about me for an hour. That that was actually the worst part. Because it was at the chicken festival. They had It was like a street fair. I was performing on like one of those stages that folds up into like an Optimus Prime like semi-truck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, they just parked that in the middle of downtown, opened it up, and the show was there. And there were and the bounce comedian houses. comes out. Yeah, <laughs> I was inside the whole time. Yeah, uh, and but there were bounce houses set up at like this street fair, and she's like, "Can I go in the bounce houses?" I'm like, "Well, for a little bit, but then I got to go check in and do this show. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go in more after the show." But they took yeah. them all down during the show. Oh uh, man! So she has not forgiven me. That was over a year oh. ago. She was and just hiding behind her turkey leg while you were performing. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, can I go in them? I was like, no, because I'm the only person you know in Nebraska right now. I'm, yeah. I'm going to need you to stay where I can see you. Yeah. Like, if I lose sight of you, I'm shutting down the show. Uh, <laughs> All we your staying... jokes are just slower. You're just like, yeah. so when people say, just... hi, Mr. Tickle. She's right there. Okay. Anyway. I was going to start doing crowd work. Be like, hey, uh, have you seen my kid recently? <laughs> did, you, uh, did you see where that little girl, I think she had a My Little Pony shirt on. Uh, do you know where that, did you see her go yeah. anywhere? But yeah, they took him down. We did stay because it was like a couple day event and we were staying with friends of mine in Nebraska. So like mm -hmm. we went to just go to the festival the next day and they set the bounce houses back up and... Okay. It was like a hundred. It was miserable, but I'm like, I can't tell her no again. <laughs> like, yeah. So we, I was just sweating it out with my friend. He did win. Uh, my friend did win the the Wayne Chicken Days uh, Chicken Legs contest because he's got scrawny little legs. Oh, or scrawny big <laughs> legs. He's like seven feet tall. He's huge. Yeah, I didn't until you explained that he has skinny legs. Not sure what the contest was. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Did they do eat? another one <laughs> where you – it's a chicken calling contest. And okay. when Carson hosted The Tonight Show, he used to bring the winner of it on The Tonight Show every year. Because I think I've Wayne, seen Nebraska, do that. Yeah, it's near Norfolk, Nebraska, where uh -huh. Carson's from. Uh, and after – I think it was the same dude won it like three or four years in a row. They stopped having him on. Because they're like, we've already but, covered all the chicken questions we we have for you, man. Like, I don't know. I like that this, it had to take three times for them to go, what are we going to talk to you about? Yeah, this one <laughs> guy just show. got really good at it, and he held the crown for years. And wow. uh, I, I forget The Joey Chestnut of chicken calling. Yeah, but that's when that dude died, that's when like the competition really took off again. They yeah. were trying to get me to do it. I'm like, absolutely not. I can't think of anything more embarrassing. But they thought, like, oh, you're a comic. Like, you'll. It's a fun, silly thing to do. I was like, that. I'm not a fun, silly comic. He should uh, go up there <laughs> with a microphone and try to like call a chicken on a phone. And then I struggle to find the number until everybody yeah. boos you off stage. <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> and that's your bit. <laughs> I would. I would call my wife and check on her chickens. And be like, what are they? How, are they still? Do we still have them? Because that's weird, yeah. right? Can like, I it's wild that we do. Can I talk to one of them? It's kind of important. Yeah, can you put Ramona <laughs> on the phone? <laughs> I really need to talk to one of the chickens, like, right now. <laughs> I did have to – I had to try to, like, wrangle one of them once because I let uh -huh. them out to run around the yard, but then I had to leave for a show, and one of them wasn't cooperating going oh. back into the chicken coop. So it was just, like, a full-on uh, just, like, cartoon old man chasing a chicken around his backyard trying to get it in a <laughs> – cage 
for like 20 <laughs> minutes before I, I finally texted her. I'm like, I'm giving it two more minutes, and then otherwise the chicken's just staying out because I got to go. And she finally like, wh- when I had given up, she walked back in on her on her own to go. Oh, what a chicken. troll job! Uh, yeah, what like, an absolute oh, you're just troll doing job. that because you don't like me. That was just on purpose. <laughs> She just had to let me know that they don't respect me. They like my wife better, yeah. which is true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When did you start doing comedy? And who were your, uh, you know, who were the comedians when you growing up that you thought like that's what I want to do? That's the funniest person to me. Steve Martin on the Muppet Show. Uh, my grandparents uh-huh. had that on VHS, and every time I went over there, that's what I would want to watch. And in the episode, uh, the premise of the episode is he shows up to do the show, but Kermit double booked the theater. Uh, because he needed to audition new acts, and uh-huh. he's like, "Well, I'm I'm here, so like I'll just I'll do it anyway." Like he just kept coming up to audition, and they're like, "Steve, you've got the job. Just come back next week and do the show. Like it's, you don't have to keep doing it." <laughs> but it was like so clear that like, no, he does. He needs to. He needs to do it. He needs it. And then yeah. anytime they auditioned another comedian, like Fozzie would get really like sweaty because he thought Kermit <laughs> was going to replace him on the show, and uh, I think. Piggy was getting jealous of any of the girl singers. And I'm like, yeah, this, I love all of this. Like, cause I, I was a big fan of the Muppets as a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I love like the meta, like behind the scenes premise of that show. But then especially that part. episode, they're like, well, yeah, like we have to audition puppets. Where else are we going <laughs> to find them? They come to the theater and they try out. Yep. Uh, but it wasn't until I, I started doing it in 2009. Uh, I was a couple years out of college I did it. I did one open mic in college, but I don't really count that because I didn't like prepare anything because I didn't really understand what to go. What you were supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. That one bad. <laughs> that one went real bad. Um, in two thousand nine, it went fine. Like it's, I, I didn't like crush or anything, but I I sure. planned ahead. I wrote some jokes because if that one also went bad, I wouldn't have done it again. Right? Like, I would have stopped. No results. Yeah, but it's like, it's like there's a few things in life like this. I think that are. I don't know if you play golf, but it's similar to golf and what people think of golf. It's like you can go up there for like whatever, five minutes and bomb for four minutes and 55 seconds. But if you tell one joke that makes a bunch of people laugh, same thing in golf. Like you hit, you're terrible and you hit one good shot. You're like, I think I want to do this again next week. It's like you just something that like kind of sparks that need. I need to do this more. You need like a certain level of delusion to be like, I'm the one that everyone in this room should be listening to right now, right? Like everyone should (laughs) stop talking and hear my thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. It is such a wild premise for a job. Yeah. Let's jump into some dumb dad moments. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar. We do do dumb dad moments on the podcast. Stupid stuff we do as dads. If you've got – we can start really quick, but if you've got one that you like – an all timer that maybe your wife won't ever let go of, or something. <laughs> you sure, can the, you kids can, won't let go. You can of. tell us that story, or you um, won't let go of. My my dumb dad moment this week was uh-huh. this weekend, and it was um, it's one of those things where like you you plan ahead so far about for something you're really excited about, doesn't matter how much effort you put into the planning of things, not going to go well exactly. And that's right. not that it's not going to go well, but it's not going to go how you planned it. Okay, so. A couple of months ago, you know, when, you, when the kids start going to school, you get the school schedule, like the days they're going to have off of school and everything. And we're, you know, we're lucky enough. We live in Southern California. We live fairly, we live close to Universal Studios. So we thought we should pick one of the days that like the Monday they're not going to be in school. We should do like, um, and once in a while we go, you know, to like for a day or something. We thought, let's do like a staycation where we go stay in like a hotel close to the park mm-hmm. with the kids. They'll just think it's super exciting and then we'll go to the park the next day. Mm-hmm. So my wife's schedule is like, that's the day we're going to do it. Plan out is great. So <laughs> all in all, it was, it was fun. It was, we had a great time this weekend. But when we get to the hotel on Sunday like afternoon, and we're thinking like, okay, so tomorrow we're going to get up early. Now here's the thing too, for people that don't know, in, in Universal Studios, they just released like Super Mario World, which is like a huge deal it's, and has been a huge deal. And we've been a couple times, and it's really fun. They did a great job with the space down there. But there's a cafe that you can eat, like, lunch and dinner in. There's a dad response. It is a dad response. I just want you guys to know you did a good job, all right? (laughs) Is there someone I can talk to? I just want to tell them. i got to shake somebody's hand about this. I went to shake one of the green pipes. I thought it was going to wobble. It's in there. Uh, I just want to (laughs) say really good work. Sturdy build. You guys did good work. (laughs) 
such an so, unnecessary detail. Yeah. So, uh, so we're trying so hard to get into like we want to like eat inside Toadstool Cafe, but like when you go there, it's like, are there any reservations? Like, no, there's no reservation. Like, you you cannot get in there. So we're thinking like, is there a way you can get like early entrance to the park and then we like run down there and get the reservation? So that was kind of the whole plan. Like, mm-hmm. we'll try to make it so that we can take the kids there and eat inside this cafe. So like, it all starts the night before we're in the hotel, and it's like, okay, we're gonna get up at like. 5 15 in the morning because Uh-oh. you got to get over there by like 6 30 if we want coffee and like all this stuff and biggest dumb dad moment was like the kids are going i want to sleep with daddy i want to sleep with mommy like there's two beds in the hotel room yeah. you know and we were like okay huge mistake like my son sleeping next to me all night long was just like the elbows and the knees They're and the heels in bones. my back the healing of, of my back, yeah. They're just all made of just various spears. Yeah. yeah. And so I wake up in the morning. My neck is like, it's still right now sitting here like super tight because the pillow was like, I don't even, it was like tissues shoved into a, <laughs> like my neck hurts so bad. He's kicking me all night long, yanking the blankets off me. The alarm goes off at 5 to 15 and I'm like already over it. <laughs> Like, this story sounds so stressful. <laughs> like, you so, haven't even gotten to the theme park yet. Oh, I haven't even gotten there, man. And it was, it was like, like oh. how close are you to traveling with your own pillow? Because I feel like every time you stay at a hotel, you're like, oh, God, I woke up. is the worst. I'm there. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. You do? He knows. I mean, yeah. I probably should have. We dr- I mean, it's like, you know, it's like it's like a 15, 20 minute drive down to your studios. But we thought like it'll be, like I said, a fun staycation. We'll just stay in the hotel that night. It'll be fun. It was fun. Probably should have thrown a pillow in the back. I mean, it was. I didn't anticipate that part of it. That's on me. Mm-hmm. But, man, I tell you, it was hilarious. And then it all winds down to, like, when we bought the tickets, this isn't necessarily, like, a dumb mom moment or a dumb parenting moment. It's, like, a dumb universal moment. Sounds like a dumb mom <laughs> Take moment. That. He's trying to cover his tracks. This is what this When we bought like. the tickets, it was, like, early entrance. You get in an hour before everybody else, uh-huh. right? And that's at 7 a.m. And so we get there, and it's like, you know, we get there like 6.45, we're kind of walking up, and we're like, all right, this is great. There's like not that many people here. This is going to, so far, this is going to work. Like, we're going to make this happen. Yeah. We get there, we're like standing in line, standing in line. It's 7. My wife's like, technically, we're supposed to be down in Mario at 7. Like, and you got to go down like five escalator sets yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. to go all the way down to the bottom of this thing. So it's like, why aren't they opening the park? Now it's 7.05. Now it's 7.10. And everyone there, now there's like 200 people outside. And everyone's kind of looking at their reservations like, wow, what's going on? All this murmuring. Finally, somebody comes and it's like, we noticed it says like park hours, 9 a.m. to whatever. Uh-huh. And it was like, they changed the park hours after Ooh. the fact that we had bought these tickets. Oh. So early entrance was at 8. <laughs> Not seven. Yeah, so that is their fault, not yours. That's their fault. It is their fault, but all the other parents around are like, oh, God. And then our fault, considering my kids are like, I'm hungry. I need to go to the bathroom. Why yeah. aren't no, they opening the park? standing around outside of <laughs> yeah, the for like an hour and a half. Like, just killing time. Couldn't why are we? Patient. It was just like, basically all this means is we could have slept for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> and and, would and we have, didn't. Would you have? Well, no, I would have been kicked for another. <laughs> yeah, you, would have, you would have gotten kicked in the head for another twenty-eight minutes. So just like you know, it wouldn't work if you were there for another hour. It was it was fine. We had a great day. They were great. They walked all over the place. Didn't complain too much. So it was fun. But it was like, man, those moments where you think you got it all dialed in, still not going to go the way you think it's going to go. Even though, like, we planned so far ahead of time. Uh-huh. Seven a.m. Boom, we're there. We're doing it. We're night before sleeping now. Nope, <laughs> didn't happen. That was my dumb dad moment. Just thinking with thinking things might go your way if you plan for them why, to happen that they? way. Nah, so the move is to get all the other parents riled up and be like, we should all talk to the manager. Yeah, right, right. We're going to talk <laughs> to the manager the as soon as yeah, this yeah, opens. Yeah. But then the second the gates open, you ditch and you go to Mario World while they're waiting for the manager. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of have the park to yourself for a little bit. Well, all the other parents who have Brilliant basically to say the same thing. Uh-huh. They just want to say it. You just really need one person. Yeah. That somebody's like, I, I just want to repeat what they said yeah. so I can feel I just better. I agree with the last 20 people who told you yeah. the same thing. All in all, it was really fun. This we, is ridiculous. We, we did get to eat at Toadstool Cafe. It was very good. It wasn't, I was always all set up to be like, the food sucks and we didn't like it. It was very fun. And then, like, we leave there. My son's like, we should really do this more often. 
And my wife was like, <laughs> "We're never doing this again. What are you talking? Yeah, exactly. About? This is the, enjoy your I last hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, exactly. It was so hard to get in here, and it took everything it took to get to this point. I hope you enjoyed it because <laughs> it's not happening yeah. anymore. How was the cream? Of my kids too? are aware of uh, <laughs> of the Disney's world and land now. And yeah. every day it's like, hey, can we go to Disney? I'm like, we live real far from both of those places. Super far, yeah. So like maybe some like we live pretty close to Sesame Place. Uh, okay. where we brought my older daughter a lot when she was young, but then the pandemic hit, so we weren't like hanging out in theme parks for a while. Yeah, and my younger daughter just never really took to Sesame Street as much as the older one. So she's like, oh, you can go hang out with Elmo? She's like, I don't know him. I don't care. I don't, want, like, I don't, need, <laughs> I don't, I don't need that guy in my life. I'm like, you're right. He's annoying. But like, I, I want to go see my friend Telly, so like, can we go? It's, it's an hour from our house. We don't have to fly. Because we've done that. We've, we've gotten a hotel... Um, this was years ago, but friends of mine were coming in and they were like big theme park people. Yeah. So they just like travel the country going to different ones. They were yeah. going to be in town and they're like, oh, they're doing a, a thing where you get, uh, I think it was four, four days at the park, three nights at a hotel, uh, and like some meal vouchers at the park or something for real, not a lot of money. So we're like, I mean, it's like, it's an hour away. So we wouldn't get a hotel normally, but like, sure, we'll go and like, we'll hang out with them. We yeah. get down there. First night, we don't even go to the park. We just check into the hotel, take the yeah. kids to the pool. They're having a great time. Yeah. Next day, we go to the park. We're like, all right, well, there's there's water rides, and then there's, like, ride rides. So we'll do, like, water rides today. But there's not a lot of water rides. So after, like, two or three hours, the kid's like, uh, I don't want to be in the water anymore. Can we go to the other side? And we're like, okay. So we do that. And then the next day, she's like, well, we're going back to the park, right? And it's like, well... We kind of already did everything, yeah. so we we can. And it was like by lunchtime, we're like, yeah, we're, you want to go on this a, a ninth time? And it's yeah. there's a show, like there's an Elmo show that you can go watch, and it's like we could go see it again. It's this, it's gonna be the same one. It's yeah. not a big park, like it is a fun afternoon. It is not mm. a four day adventure. There's so one in San Diego. No, yeah, that that can't be said at any Disney park. Is do you want to do this for a ninth time? Yeah. <laughs> No. You get to go to three rides in 12 hours. That's, <laughs> that's the real reason I don't want to go is like just the logistics of it all. It sounds like you have to plan so much unless you yes. live right there and you're going all the time. It's like, no, this is going to be like a big trip for these kids. And it's a big trip. Yeah. And it's it's easy to put pressure on yourself to think like, how are we going to make sure we do all of this? And you and then you start doing like, we're going to get there when it opens and we're going to close the park. But like your kids can't do that. I mean, no, like, these fools can't hang. They, they're they going to be done hang. by four o'clock. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you right now, man, do everything. your knees can't hang either. Like, yeah. <laughs> yesterday it was like about three o'clock. I was like, I'm oh. feeling pretty good. I could have gone a little bit more, but I bet if I was another 30 minutes that I've been going. My dogs are barking. We need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you start thinking about the shoes you're going to wear. That's when you know you're like an old dad now. <laughs> yeah. We did try to take them. We did a similar thing where we're like, oh, we'll go on a Monday when you guys have off from school, but the other schools don't. Because they go to Catholic school, so like the, the calendars mm. don't always line up. So it's like, oh, yeah. you guys are going to be off. But we get down there, and the park was closed. <laughs> we didn't even think to check. It was just like, oh, yeah, we'll go. Because it's like it's about an hour, so it's like not that. And we're we're telling them like, oh, we're gonna go. No one's gonna be there. You're gonna have a you're gonna have the run of this place. It's gonna be incredible. You were and right. Nobody was there. No one was there. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely no one. Uh, we lat like my older daughter was pretty upset. My younger daughter was like a toddler. She didn't know what was going on. We wow. ended up going to like a outdoor sculpture garden here in Jersey, which yeah. my older daughter had been to once and was like asking. She's like, when can we go back? And we're like. Whatever. I don't know. It's right there. Right now, actually. Right? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> guess what? That's, that's the real to surprise. theme park, but how about that sculpture garden? This was a misdirect. We wanted to get you all excited with Sesame yeah. Place for the for the real <laughs> show, which is Grounds for Sculpture in beautiful central New Jersey. You want to go look at some art? Yeah. Uh -huh. Thankfully, she did. The toddler bored immediately. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. It was. It you promised up, me Elmo. These are yeah. cement. She's like, I Gargoyles. can't climb on any of this. This is none of this is <laughs> That's talking why it's to me. Me and my wife would go here for fun, maybe, but I don't. Yeah. My my ten year old loves it. She still talks about Kellen. That's so hilarious. I need to go experience art. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> let's, <laughs> let's do that. 
<laughs> I need to broaden my horizon here. I got to figure it out. Kevin, what did you what did you do this week, buddy? Oh, you know. Did uh, you slip up somewhere? Uh, yeah. All right. So, let me just preface this with it's important to note for this story that nothing that you want to do that's uh for your kids like after school sports or anything ever aligns with like the regular everyday working person. Correct. Uh, you know, it's always like swim class at three and it's like, I'm lucky enough to be a stay at home dad and my wife works from home so we can kind of navigate it. But we talk about that all the time about how like that doesn't make sense. Like for yeah. the everyday working person who like works till five or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how are we getting to the, well then you just can't having said that, um, when it does work out for the people that have to go into work, it annoys me because <laughs> my daughter <laughs> – I thought about this yesterday. My daughter has um, – she's doing baseball, and it's nice. It's this class that she's taking. It's it kind of it's kind of like a class, essentially. They're, it's not it's not teams. It's literally just like very one-on-one, um, learning all of the basics of baseball. It's really great through our Parks and Rec Um and it's from 6.30 to 7.30, which is super appropriate when people work the regular nine-to-fives. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. <laughs> I'm like, this is so late in the day. <laughs> yeah. 7.30, which like, that's – oh, you're approaching bedtime. And it's parks and rec, so it's near like a playground and also like one of those – if you're just a casual gymnast, you know, those like hanging – iron cross rings that are just like there in case you're like i can't afford to go to a gym but i would love to work on my uh dismounts yeah. i do want to do some jack lane moves while i'm here yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like we get out and of course the kids are like like we brought we bring our son and so i'm just like playing catch with him chasing him around and my oldest my daughter she's doing baseball until 7 30 then they're done and they're both like oh we want to play and we're like we have to go to bed like, <laughs> yeah. we're like already we're immediately aggressive of like get to the car yeah, dinner is in your car seat <laughs> like <laughs> that's the other thing we have to do dinner earlier than we normally do granted we do dinner we're animals we do dinner so late in our house every night it's always just dangerously close to like eat dinner bath books bed <laughs> like that's Pretty much where There's we no are. window. Yeah. There's no window gap of like, yeah, you guys can play for a bit. It's like, eat faster. Um, it depends on the night because now that like my kids getting older and there's more activities on the table, uh-huh. it is like my schedule is pretty unpredictable. My wife's is like pretty steady, but she works like her schedule staggers one night a week, so like she has yeah. a late night. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes she has to like do events. She's a librarian, so like she's got to like cover events there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's like, oh yeah, my kid also now she's got soccer and this after school club, and she's playing in the band. Yeah. And it's like you're busier yeah. than either of us at this point, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and that's what just it is. The, the managing of it all is is maddening. Like the, you're the sketch you guys do with the uh, the assistant. I'm like. I would love that, actually. <laughs> That'd be nice. I would take the condescending attitude over knowing <laughs> yeah, what happens today. That's that all. Would I need. be nice. So yeah. So yesterday was the you know was uh, a holiday, so the kids had off for off of school. So I, my wife does not, and I was like, all right, I get the kids out of the house. Um, so we're just like running around doing things, and I was like. All right, we'll go to this playground from this time to this time and then come home and uh make them dinner and then go to we'll go to uh go to baseball at six thirty. So we gotta eat dinner at five like normal folk. <laughs> what like our grandparents. What is this a Norman Rockwell painting? <laughs> so as life is with a parent, of course we're running late. Of like just the day is just, of course, getting behind us. And I told my wife, we're going to take them to, I'm going to take them to Rainbow Park. And the kids got excited about Rainbow Park because that's what you call your parks when you have kids. Anybody who's like, Jesse Owens Park? I was like, I don't know where that is. We got Dinosaur Park. We got Zipline Park. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some of them aren't great. We have Blue Park. What? (laughs) But it's, I know what it is. I know what it is. So I was like, we're going to go to Rainbow Park. And the kids were like, great. Sounds awesome. And running out of time, running out of time. Rainbow Park is very far away. Uh, It is like 25 minutes north 
but there was one of the playgrounds we discovered when like playgrounds were i don't know if you had this glenn but in california during the pandemic you couldn't mm-hmm. even go on playgrounds was that a thing as well yeah yeah so what like when the pandemic was still happening nobody was going anywhere but then we got we got playgrounds back briefly then we started exploring and we ended up apparently a half hour north and it became of course of course one of the kids favorites Right. They can't like yeah. the one five minutes. You up can't like the, the road. one you'd walk to. Of course, yeah, no, exactly. That would be ridiculous, insane. So they got all excited about it, and then I'm I'm driving there, and I'm <laughs> I'm passing, like I know I'm passing like three playgrounds on the way to Rainbow Park, <laughs> and I think to myself, if I stopped now, they could play for like an hour and a half. But if I go to Rainbow Park, it's a it's a tight forty five. Yeah, yeah. And because you my just point stupid... them out to the kids as you go by, you're like, oh, that one looks fun. Look at that; they got a big slide on that one. You want to go that one instead? No, nope. Rainbow. No, and no. I did Rainbow or Bust. And we did in. Rainbow <laughs> with my dumb dumb lizard brain, and and it was a typical <laughs> thing that happens with kids where we get there and I do the the dad turn around in the seat. All right, guys. Listen up. We're going to go to this playground, but we have to leave in like 45 minutes. I'll give you guys warnings, but I need you to be good listeners. And they're just like side-eyeing the playground going, yeah, you get, we, you, yeah, absolutely. Whatever you say. Man. Stop talking and open the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't understand if time. we only have 45, why are you talking? Why, why the speech? <laughs> Stop eating this, up with this nonsense. We, we got to go. State of the Union. <laughs> Let us go play. We're not going to listen anyway. Just open the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is what happened. It was like it was me carrying my youngest who was upset. And luckily the oldest was very cooperative because it was for her. Like it was like we have to go so you can go to baseball. And my son is like, leave me here. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> I live <laughs> at the Rainbow Park now. <laughs> so it was like a tight 45. But, of course, it should have actually been 35 because in the time where you go, all right, guys, we have to leave idiot you got to give them at least 10 minutes or so yeah. because then yeah. they're like you got to tell them at 35 because <laughs> then they like one of them will be cooperative out the gate but that's always the one who doesn't have shoes on and doesn't know where they took them off right <laughs> so in the time that it takes you guys to now go have a search party linking arms looking for shoes they've drifted off and now they don't want to be cooperative anymore and we get into the car we're driving i route us home because i'm driving home at rush hour in LA, and I realized to myself, we're gonna have like thirty minutes to eat, <laughs> yeah, and then that's we got always, like sports nights are just I don't know. You eat something in the car on the way. Hope that's mm-hmm. enough. Like it is, it throws everything. We're only on, we're only on week two. That's the future. That is yeah. that is gonna happen. That they are just like, hey guys, lunch for dinner. Here's your lunch boxes from school. Yeah. <laughs> The stuff you didn't the exact finish. ones, yeah. <laughs> the you strawberries are the, a warm puree now. You gotta adapt the uh, <laughs> adapt the comedian, stand up comedian. Sorry, you just like give them the light, you know, yeah. give them the light yeah. at the park. <laughs> I start waving my oh, phone I'm from g- the back of the room. They're like, yeah, yeah. we don't know what that is. That's not, we don't know that one actually. We're it not. means you have five minutes. It means <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> Let's go. You just you're. you're you're better off doing it like with like trying to get a dog in a kennel. Just turn on like the iPad with the door open and just kind of throw it in. And when they get in, you shut the door. Telling them they can do something on the iPad has been like the that's the, been the good bribe lately. It's been a very good bribe. Yeah, yeah. All right, Glenn, give us a give us a dumb dad moment, man. You've been a dad. Sure. Your kids are older. You've got something in there. My yeah. my whole career is telling stories about dumb things I do as a parent. So Yeah, yeah, uh, same. <laughs> are, you're familiar with uh Honey I Shrunk the Kids, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh the the classic film from when we were children. Uh-huh. Uh, I mentioned that at lunch with my kids the other day that there was a movie where kids get shrunk real small <laughs> and they're like that sounds really fun and I was like it is. It's great. I love that movie. And they're like can we watch it? So that night I was like, yeah, let's well we'll throw on Honey I Shrunk the Kids. My younger one goes to bed earlier. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, you can watch like half the movie, but then it's going to be bedtime and we can finish watching it tomorrow. So we put it on, me and the two kids are watching it, and uh the part 
right before I was like, all right, I tell my daughters, like, you got about five minutes more, and then then it's going to be bedtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the part where they're in, they get shrunk, she thinks it's hilarious. They're in the backyard, uh, and then a bee Not comes. So much. And the, the like picks up the one kid and the other kid like dives on the bee's back and they're flying around. One <laughs> yeah. of the most exciting parts of the movie. But yeah. uh, my children are terrified of bees. So mm. th- the fact that I was introducing one 40 times her relative <laughs> size <laughs> and then I'm like, yep, bedtime. Uh, so let's. I'm like, well, I was like, what, God, what happens next? Like, is there a like, comforting part? Uh, nope, because then it's pretty much right into the sprinklers, and then the the girl almost drowns. It's like, oh, <laughs> I had to like assure her because she asked me before the movie started. She's like, "Are there any scary parts?" So I knew the bee thing was in there. I was like, "There's some that like you might think are a little scary, but I promise you, at the end of this movie, everything's okay. The kids get un- unshrunk, the parents find them, everything works out in the end." But yeah. just the timing of when that scene happened, and then I was like, "Well, uh, you really you you got to get some sleep, kid. Uh, have fun having nightmares about giant bees for the rest of your about life." About giant bees, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, do I just let her stay up to, to like just see yeah. the resolution? But then she it's, has to get we, to the part where the dad almost chomps down yeah. on his children. That was the thing. It's like crushing their bones between his teeth. His own. I either children. have to keep her up for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Or we just pull the ripcord now and hope it's not yeah, that yeah. traumatic, which is what I ended up doing because it's like, yeah, God, the girl, dr- the girl's gonna almost drown. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. they see the giant ant, which he's also gonna be scared of, even though they not do great. befriend the ant. Auntie, um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I have uh, a big box of uh, the oatmeal cream pies, uh, which <laughs> I was explaining to them because they asked if if they could have one. I'm like, you can. They're not actually that good. It's just mm-hmm. I think of them so fondly because of that movie yeah and it's like you can have one and it's like maybe after you watch this you'll want one more because that's that's probably the only reason i ever think to eat them was because when i was nine that movie came out and i saw one as big as a house it's like yeah that's incredible also great job on little debbie for for sealing that deal because that must have carried them (laughs) through the millennium just that one brand it still does people buy it out of nostalgia yeah, that's the only reason. Every time I eat one, it's like, yeah, a little disappointing, but I, I will keep buying uh-huh. that's <laughs> a That's a really good dumb dad moment because I've, I've run into the same problem where you think, like, this movie is money. Yeah. And it's not that the movie's not money, but my recollection of the movie is money. And let me tell you something. Scheduling, everything we got going on, I'm not going to sit down and, like, watch the whole movie before I show them the movie. Yeah. We're just going to watch the movie because I know the movie's really good. But the timing works out terribly for you or something that you forgot was in there is there or something that you didn't think was going to scare yeah. the absolute hell out of them scares them and you're thinking like, oh, I guess my nostalgic point of view of this was a little different than... Yeah. <laughs> than it really led into it. like a pretty extended discussion of... like cinema special effects and like how they did uh like all the the size stuff in the movie and i was like explaining yeah because they did a lot of like behind the scenes like there were like tv specials about the effects in that movie when we were kids so it's like one of the things like i, I ended up going to school for film because like, that's the kind of stuff i loved watching as yeah. a kid yeah. it's like yeah how do you make a big b in a movie and it's like oh neat it's not a real b Obviously, like I didn't think Disney yeah. engineered a forty-foot tall bee. That would be ridiculous. Uh, but my five-year-old has a pretty tenuous grasp on what is and isn't real. So mm. when she's watching the movie, she's like, "Well, yeah, I mean, the kids got shrunk, obviously." And I'm like, "Well, they didn't. They didn't really shrink children to make the movie. You know that, right?" Yeah. And she's like, "No, I I assumed that's. It says it in the title. <laughs> I figured that's what happened." And it's like, "Well, that's." They just they just put them next to like bigger stuff to make them look small, and she's like, I don't know, they look pretty tiny. It's like, all right. <laughs> my ten year old kind of gets it like a little bit, um, yeah. And she uh, her a recent hobby is her and her friend will like hang up a green screen and make make videos on on their phone, and they oh, are uh, charmingly unhinged. I will say when she <laughs> when she shows me the finished product. It's like, I don't know what is going on, but you guys seem really excited about this. So I'm happy for you. You got to get amazing. a giant bee in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's always dicey 
Yeah, watching anything with your kids. We watched uh, the live action Little Mermaid with my kids, which my daughter had already seen mm-hmm. with uh, my wife, and she was like, "I think our I think our youngest would love it." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And it's funny the stuff that scares him is the scenes where King Triton is being mean to his daughter. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like checks out, dives behind the couch, like scary dad. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna work. I on haven't that. seen it because I heard uh, from a couple people that it's a little scarier than the animated one. So that's and the thing. That one, my kids are like, no, that's we're not watching that one. That's got a mean octopus lady. Yeah, yeah. She's my son is divine. a little scared of her. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and you're trying to explain divine to your children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we have to watch a couple stuff first. Yeah, <laughs> but then the scene with the shark. Which they don't hold back on. Like, if you remember at the beginning of The Little Mermaid, the cartoon, she's in the shipwreck and a shark tries to eat her. They don't hold back. It looks like a real shark and it is an intense chasing. Same son who is scared of, uh, scared of King Triton just like being stern with his daughter is (laughs) whooping and hollering like the craziest thing I've ever seen. He's like, oh, that's the biggest shark I've ever seen. And just like losing it. Like I was like, oh, we might be all right in this movie because that's like the beginning. And then the dad's like, where have you been? And he's like, I'm going to bed. (laughs) Yeah, that's I'm always surprised what it is that scares my children. Yeah. Where it's like, why? Why that one? Mm-hmm. They told me that they were afraid of clowns, and I was like, "That's hurtful," because I basically am one. But also, <laughs> like, they're just like I know the guy who the the local guy, the local clown who would do like Cub Scout meetings and stuff. Uh-huh. When I was yeah. a kid, uh, he and I are friends now, so he's still in the game. <laughs> sure. We'll be at like a carnival yeah. or something, and he's just walking around, and they're like, "Oh, we're scared of the clowns." I'm like, "That's just Daddy's friend Neil. Like, it's fine. He's not." Yeah. He just he just paints his face all silly and does magic tricks. Like you've met him, you know Neil, and they're like, mm, "Not with that face, we don't." Yeah, it's like, it's, he's hiding it's from something. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. So, are you afraid of the dark? They took the clown's nose. He's smoking cigars, chasing them. Uh, I, I get it. <laughs> It only takes a couple of portrayals or a viewing of it, and then that's yeah. the end of Henry. Just takes an it poster. Let me introduce you to my friend to Tim Curry and see. Yeah. We'll we'll clear this right up. <laughs> well, like, so we're, when we're going to Universal Studios, and it's like they're setting up for Halloween Horror Nights, mm-hmm. which they go hard they on. lean into. Yeah, Hollywood cinema. It's like a thing here, and it's like they, they clear the park out, they set up, and people get tickets to like specifically go in late at night, and it's like. They got zombies and stuff meandering in the audience and everything. So, we're, of course, we're not taking the kids at night. But they were setting that up when we went over to Universal City Walk for dinner the night before. Yeah. So we're, we're over there watching it get set up. And there's people just, like, pouring into the park at, like, you know, 7 p.m. Or, like, we're leaving from, from dinner that night at, like, you know, 7.30 or whatever. 8 o'clock. And, like, you could see all the people there, like, going into it. Yeah. And so when we were at the park the next day, they don't have any of that go- going on during the day. But they do have some stuff that's like set up, and like we're walking into the park yesterday. There's like these two like I don't even know what this thing is. It looks like a it looks like a monster. There's like a monster that's like has its it doesn't even have eyes. You know, it's like this huge uh, special effect thing that's like ten feet tall and like towering over. It's got veins and stretching out of its neck like this huge monster. Like that's got its like big wrinkly long fingers over like a pile of stuffed animals. So the whole time, like we're walking past, we're like, guys, look at that, whatever, just look over there. So we're like trying to pass this this thing, like, don't look over there. My Halloween decorations are starting to go up around here, and Mm -hmm. there'll be like a 12-foot skeleton. Some of them, my five-year-old thinks are hilarious, and then other times he's like, drive a different way. Like, don't don't go this way to Mimi's house. That's a good, that's a good instinct for a, horror, for a horror movie. That's a good yeah. instinct. And it's like, go it's, the other it's way. It's like the same skeleton in a different pose. It's like, I don't know why one is hilarious. Yeah. There, our neighbors have what, it's like a pumpkin head that, like, has a scary face and, like, a Grim Reaper robe on that they hang from the tree in their front yard. Mm-hmm. And it's, my daughter loves this thing. We have to walk down the street to go say hi to it. She named it Spooky. <laughs> And she'll we'll just be hanging out, and she'll be like, "I'm gonna go check in on Spooky," and we have to like walk a block down the street so she can go see her weird pumpkin friend. But 
honey, I shrunk the kids is too scary. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, I don't know yeah. you yet. I don't know how to navigate through being a parent anymore. I don't understand what is yeah. real none and not real and what's funny. And none of this know. makes sense yeah. in, in <laughs> any way. <laughs> Things we've definitely said. I don't get you guys. I don't yeah. get you guys. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great place to leave it. Um, Glenn, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for uh, tell, me. tell people where we can find you. Sure. Uh, the new special is Glenn Tickle Against the World Crime League. It's up on YouTube, or if you just go yep. to glentickle.com, everything is on there. Nice. You can watch other specials and albums are there as well. But is it at Glenn Tickle on all social? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Because uh, there's only right. two other Glenn Tickles in the world, and they don't, they don't care about getting the handle as much as I do. So <laughs> I get it. I, I snaked them on everything. I will sign up for every new social media thing just to stop those two guys from having it. Yeah. And they don't care. It's not, yeah. It's not like a new one comes out and they're like, oh, I did it again. They're like, we, we're adults. Like, we don't, yeah. we don't care about social media as much as exactly. you do, which is a lot. Uh, <laughs> arguably too much. Yeah, you need to you got to leverage it, man. We did the same yeah. thing when we first started. We were like, okay, we got we got to we got to make sure we have our handle on all these things. We had it on Twitter, and then one of the things we did blew up on Twitter more than anything else. And we we're like, oh man, are we supposed to be tweeting now? Yeah, Luckily I don't know don't. what to do about this. No, that's, <laughs> we don't really I bailed on that one, uh, but <laughs> I think I'm everywhere else as just at Clintickle or whatever. However, you follow people on Blue Sky and Mastodon, you'll find me. I don't know. I don't really use them, but I'm on there. Hey, that sounds good, man. And before we go, we always like to tell uh, a dad joke. Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to pass up the opportunity. We got a dad comedian on the podcast. Tell us your favorite dad joke. This is my absolute favorite one. It is uh, seasonally appropriate. Uh, Why did the Scarecrow get a promotion? He's He's outstanding outstanding in his field. In his field, yeah. That's a good one. I love it. I love it so much. That's a good one. That's a good one because it's a smart enough joke where you tell it to your kids and they're like, Kids, it's great because kids don't understand what is what promotion. I don't know what what outstanding. I don't know what any of this is. And you're like, yeah, that's why it's good. Because yeah. <laughs> great, because he's, he's, he's a great scarecrow. Like, well, but there's not tears to that job. It's not. Is he the supervisor now? I don't understand. He didn't even apply. That's right. He's just, he's just out. There. All right, Glenn. Thanks so much. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? The Dumb Dad Podcast is proudly presented by Bet Online. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.